Hello and welcome back. So what the heck is ideation and why it's great for your projects? Have you ever sat in a boardroom with your colleagues to brainstorm a new project, video or campaign? Well, if you have, you know how tedious and tiresome it can be being kind of expected to come up with ideas. And I'm not sure what it is about the word brainstorming, but as soon as someone mentions it, poof, suddenly every creative thought you've ever had vanishes and your mind goes totally blank and all you can think about is what you packed for lunch. I hear this complaint all the time and I think being told to suddenly get creative puts you under a lot of pressure. So in this podcast episode, I am going to dive into three great ways to ideate your projects. ID what? I know, right? The first time I heard this word, I was working in a co-working space and they'd named a breakout area the ideation space. And I scratched my head. But today I am totally on to what it means and I'm going to share with you how you can get more ideas. We'll be talking research and definitely not the boring sort, I promise. Location, yes. Exotic exploration in the name of research. Now I have your attention. And we'll also get into pre-interviews. So first things first, who am I to tell you all of this? Well, if you're a new listener on the Moonshine Moonshot podcast, I'm your host. My name's Sue Collins, and I am an impact filmmaker with over 13 years experience producing content for the big and the small screen for projects of just about any shape and size. And this podcast is where I share with you all that I've learned so that you can get your projects up and kicking goals without having to learn the hard way how to do everything yourself. You can just take what I know and dodge many of those pitfalls. I'm sharing knowledge so that you can make great content of your own. So let's get back to today's topic, ideation. Over the past few years, brainstorming has quickly evolved into ideation, which in my opinion is really just a very fancy way of saying coming up with ideas. And when Mike and I were filming in a recent episode of Moonshine Moonshot related to this very topic, our trusty voiceover guy defined ideation as the formation of ideas and concepts. So there you go. It's just a fancy way of saying coming up with ideas. I'm not sure what it is about communications folk, but sometimes we like to overcomplicate even the simplest of things. Not to say that coming up with ideas is simple, it never is, but it also doesn't have to be quite as laborious or ho-hum as sitting in a windowless meeting room with a whiteboard and a few pastries to keep you focused. Mmm, pastries. Now, don't rush off to the fridge now that I've said the word pastries. If you're multitasking, then please come back to me now. What I'm about to share with you is worth focusing on. I'm sharing some of the ways my team and I come up with ideas for our impact films, feature documentaries and other specialty projects over at Moonshine Agency. And as I mentioned, I will be covering research. Now, don't roll your eyes. I promise it can be really fun and interesting. Location also known as a recce, which I know is also research. But I bet the idea of going location scouting has lit your eyes up. And pre-interviews with experts in your subject area. So let's get stuck in. Ideation method number one, research your topic. If you've decided to create a video, you've already had your first great idea or you've got a topic you're focused on. If it's a short form video, you're almost certain to want to put it up on YouTube. 
A staggering 2 billion people log into YouTube every month. That's 4 billion eyeballs. Honestly, my mind spins at the thought it is definitely the place for video. Viewers tune into YouTube for a whole range of reasons too, but mostly pure entertainment. That majority of viewers tune in to be entertained or inspired. Sometimes it's for education reasons. They want to learn something. Think about all those how-to videos. Or they need to find out information on products or services. Perhaps they want to sweat it out with a workout, catch up on the news, figure out how to use their new camera. Maybe they want beauty tips or sports highlights. Today you can generally find anything you're into on YouTube. And as a YouTube video creator, that can leave you feeling a little bit overwhelmed thinking about where to position yourself. Because yes, there is huge opportunity but also there is a lot of competition. So how do you constantly come up with fresh ideas that stay true to your brand, your topic or niche and keep your audience coming back for more? Well, my first piece of advice is research your topic. Yes, even if you think you know everything you could possibly know about your topic, to paraphrase the words of YouTube guru Marie Forleo, I know this already, is a closed mindset and could stop you progressing to find new ideas. A lot of people balk at the term research. They think it's dull and they imagine that librarian out of Ghostbusters, you know, the one with the old lady in the archive section. Although that's not a dull scene, so it's possibly the wrong reference, but you get my point. It takes you back to your days of studying and that deadline and, frankly, who has... You know, all of that was to meet somebody else's criteria. But when you're researching for your own project, now that is where the fun begins. And I love it. If I had the time, I could genuinely spend all day, every day researching. It gives me a lot more energy than the word brainstorming. And that is for sure. For me, research is just curiosity. Why is the world the way it is? Why is it like that? Who did what and why? And research is definitely not like it used to be in the pre-internet days where you'd have to trudge to the library and try and speed read dozens of dusty old textbooks. And yes, I still remember microfiche. And if you don't, then Google it. It's worse than the annoying sound of dial-up modem. And if you don't remember that, then I really am showing my age. I'm very glad technology is advancing so quickly that you can say you've never experienced it because I really don't wish it on anyone. Now, we have a suite of research tools at our fingertips, and so much of it is accessible anywhere that you can connect to the internet. Social media is definitely one of my favourite places to start. It is especially great for keeping up with your audience and what they are currently talking about or interested in. Take some time to look at your followers. What are they liking, commenting on or sharing? Peek at their profiles and look at the posts that they're publishing to their own feeds and what's making them tick at the moment. I also recommend getting familiar with the other accounts your followers follow because this is a great way to gain further insight into your audience and the type of content that they want more of. This is a real passion area of mine and I delve into it in much more depth in Define Your Ideal Audience online course. And you can learn more about that if you just head over to moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. If you're going to do a deep dive into audience and who your audience is, highly recommend that course. 
But back to the research, because a basic Google search can do wonders too. You can find archived articles or blog posts relating to your topic from weeks, months, and even decades back. And my co-host on the Moonshine Moonshot series, Mike Hill, is also a big fan of Google Image Surf. You can get a bit abstract with this by searching for a broad theme, for example, redemption or greed, and then you can see what images Google serves up. Visual aids can be super helpful for triggering ideas and helping you bring your concepts to life. And also talking with people is a fantastic way to research and gain further understanding of your audience and your key subject area. So all of these types of research can give you loads of story ideas and boom, there you have it, ideation in the making. So number two is location-based research, and this is often referred to as a recce in film terms. It's when you visit a location to determine if it's suitable for your story. Mike and I recently returned from a research trip for a new project that we're working on. We were writing a feature drama script, and yes, we actually got on a plane and travelled to Norfolk Island, which is a tiny Australian island in the South Pacific Ocean. And research is starting to sound a whole lot more fun now, doesn't it, when you get to get on a plane and go somewhere exotic? This was totally immersive, and the experience put us right in the middle of the location for the story we're currently piecing together. We were exposed to textures, sounds, smells, and the culture of the island, which is something far more difficult to grasp from home soil. I mean, after working in filmmaking and video production for the last 13 years, our imaginations are pretty good, but they are not that good. And even though we'd read books, looked at images online and spent a lot of time digging up information, the experience of being there was priceless. We're able to visit museums, bookshops, restaurants and community centres, but most importantly, we talked to the people who lived there and they gave us a completely new perspective on the area and its history. We had a much deeper understanding, which included local knowledge that corrected some of the information we'd actually found in books. So we returned home incredibly excited and ready to get back into the script writing process filled with a whole lot of new ideas. So then what next? Well, pre-interviews. This is the third trick in my book and why you should pre-interview your on-screen talent for any interviews. Well, for fiction work, often they conduct screen tests with potential talent. And for documentary or factual content, it's just as important. You're not doing a screen test as such or a casting audition, but it is just as important for a whole variety of reasons. But crucially, it will help you assess if the person is actually the right talent for your project. Are they relatable to your audience and will your audience connect with them? Or are they a bit too controversial? Perhaps there's something in their delivery that just isn't right for what you're producing, or maybe they're over-rehearsed or speak with technical terms that could be hard for your audience to understand. Or perhaps they're just really shy and not keen to be on camera at all. Whatever it is, it's way better to find out all these quirks in a pre-interview rather than diving in, calling action and figuring out it's the wrong thing in the edit suite. You can conduct these pre-interviews really informally as well. We often do it via Zoom or Microsoft Teams because then you can record the session and watch it back later to recall the conversation. 
A pre-interview will also help you gain further insights into the interviewee themselves, which is likely to trigger ideas around the types of questions that you might like to ask and the video content that you can then tailor around their specialty area. These are just three ways to help you generate ideas for your next video project, also known as ideation. There are many more wild and wacky ways to help you ideate. Sorry, I couldn't resist saying it again. And if you have any secrets of your own, please share them with me. You can DM me or leave a comment on Instagram at at Moonshine Communications Academy. But in this podcast, I have kept my focus around researching. Think social media and Google search rather than library books. Location researching, which is perfect if your video is set outside of your hometown. Pre-interviews, a great way to figure out if the talent you've picked is right and spark ideas around what they can talk to. Now, if this podcast has got you thinking, you might enjoy checking out the companion episode of Moonshine Moonshot on YouTube and you guessed it, it's at the Moonshine Communications Academy channel. So hit subscribe on whatever app you're listening on and I'll be back next week with more interesting ways to help you make great videos. See you next time.